You're listening to Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. All right, I'm very excited right now because uh, on the hotline, I've got none other than the voice of the ODU Monarchs when it comes to football and basketball. Uh, Ted, are you there? I am here, ready to rock and roll, Rod. Yes, Ted Alexander. Uh, I haven't seen you in years, but I've listened to you now for many, many years in my car, uh, as you would call a football game or a, a basketball game. How long have you been with ODU? Started with basketball in 07, and when football came around in 09, jumped on the Monarch football train. So it's been quite a while now. Yeah, it's been a great ride. You never know what's going to happen, and that's one of the wonderful things about sports. Yes, and and, and ODU, it's been a fun ride. I mean, uh, you've had moments with basketball, but you, you sure has heck had some great moments with football already for sure oh no doubt about it uh, when they jumped on board in 2009 best startup program ever had a great uh, year there and then you get heineke and then you get into the fcs playoffs and then the the fbs boat floats by in the name of conference usa you jump there and then it's the Sun Belt. it's been a, it's a crazy ride but a fun ride a crazy ride indeed but uh no, nevertheless uh a lot of opportunity for athletes that want to come to odu and, and play football uh, and and honestly, uh, I'm looking at some of the names uh, uh, on the team this year. I'm wondering who, who who do you think could maybe at some point make it to the NFL? Well, it's it's a great question, and you never really know because you aren't quite sure who's going to blossom. You know, I, I was thinking about what we might be talking about, Rod, and and you think about a guy like wide receiver Javon Harvey, who was known more for drops than anything else. And I'm not talking about radio drops. I'm talking about football drops, which is a different thing. And last year he found something, and he ended up leading. Uh, he's the leading returning receiver, 30 catches, a uh, pair of 100-yard receiving games. And this is a guy who blossomed during his career, who hopefully will keep getting better. And to answer your question, who's ready for the next level? Whoever can keep improving and show those at the next level that they've got what it takes. Absolutely. I have to tell you, in case you don't know, my, my daughter is going to be attending ODU. Uh, She'll be a freshman in just a few weeks. And uh, we were on campus uh, a little while ago, and I was uh, looking at some of the uh, athletes, the the big names that have gone through ODU and have played uh, professional sports. And and we're familiar with a lot of them, but but what I stumbled upon last week, and I felt like an idiot for not even knowing this, but uh, there are a couple of Kansas City Royals that played baseball at ODU. Oh, Vinny Pasquantino, he's on the IL right now, uh, uh, a first baseman for the Monarchs just a couple of years ago. What a great story. He is such a charismatic kid, not only when he was at Old Dominion his entire life, and he's continued that at the uh, major league level. And Mark Cotrero is the, is the manager yeah. of the, uh, the, the Royals, which is, is wonderful. And you've got a guy, Ryan Yarborough, the left-handed pitcher. He's on the Dodgers now. Daniel Hudson won a, a World Series with the, the, the Nationals now. He's also a Dodger. And let's not forget the biggest name in ODU baseball history, Justin Verlander, who just was moved back to the Astros after winning a World Series with Houston a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing how how many have come through and have have made names for themselves. Is there anybody that I'm missing? Like, is there are there any NFL players or any any anybody? Uh, you know, I I don't know when the last time we had an NBA player from ODU. Recently, in terms of the NBA, you've got uh, Ken uh, Ken Bazemore. Oh, that's right. Who he had, actually played uh, with Steph Curry for a year. Exactly, and he was one of the ones who who got Steph Curry to Under Armour. It's a great story if you want to Google that one about how Nike wanted Steph Curry and Bazemore uh, played a role in him going to Under Armour. Now Steph Curry is. He's not the biggest. He's one of the biggest Under Armour clients of them all. Uh, Taylor Heineke, of course, uh, a commander a year ago. Now he's on the Atlanta Falcons. What a great story he is of perseverance, et cetera. He's played at all levels of football. They said he was too small, but he's a gritty, gutty guy who, who really shows.
shows up when when he needs to. Uh, also, Stone Smart, the quarterback for the Monarchs, he's now a, a tight end for the Los Angeles Chargers. You've got Rick Lovato, who's won a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles, made it to the big game a year ago. He's the long snapper. And Zach Pascal is now a an Arizona Cardinal. He's a wide receiver. He was there when Heineke was there. So slowly but surely, when you've only had a program, Rod, since 2009, the rich history isn't nearly as rich as it will be one day. But, boy, so far so good for the Monarchs and their alumni. Absolutely. And let's talk about the upcoming schedule because uh, this time you've got to start on the road at Virginia Tech. Uh, yeah, never an easy place to play. A, a wonderful football setting and uh uh, Labor Day weekend, Saturday night in Blacksburg. That place is going to be rocking and rolling. They didn't have the season they wanted uh, in the first year under head coach Brent Pry, and they're going to be ready to roll. And we know the Monarchs, with 50-plus new guys on the roster after going 3-9 a year ago, they're going to be ready to rock and roll. It should be a lot of fun, the latest renewal on that Virginia rivalry. Yeah, and honestly, Virginia Tech's going to be a little salty uh, based on what happened last year. Oh, they're going to be a lot salty. There's, there's going to be, you know, sodium alert from uh, Blacksburg uh, and beyond on Saturday, September the 2nd. Yeah, and it, it, what's crazy is that ODU, for the short period of time their football program has been in existence, you've beaten Virginia Tech twice. Which is crazy. And both were at home uh, at Cornblow Field at Estee Ballard Stadium, and that was wonderful. And the, the fans, what it did was, was allow fans in the 757 who were an ODU fan just new on the block to look across the cul-de-sac at that person that's been flying the Virginia Tech flag in their face all this time say hey we're on the same level as you young man and the neighbors would just have to take it including my daughter who went to Tech (laughs) (laughs) including Rick Rumble who's not here this week he's on vacation his son went to Tech and and he was at the game in his Virginia Tech gear and it didn't pan out for him (laughs) They start out pretty loud, and uh, suddenly by the end of the fourth quarter, they aren't quite as loud. No, no, not so much. All right, let's talk about the home schedule. Uh, I already have my season tickets, so I'm good. But uh, the home schedule, what, what, what's great? What stands out about the home schedule for the ODU Monarchs? Well, one of the great things about the 757 is the weather around here, and we've got three home games in September. The ninth against Louisiana, that's a conference game. The 16th against Wake Forest, that's a noon kick. And then uh, Texas A&M University Commerce comes in September 23rd. So you've got half the home schedule before the month of September is finished. And then you've got App State, never beaten App State, great football program, really one of the ones that put the Sun Belt on the map. You look back to when they uh, beat Michigan in the big house as an FCS program. That was crazy. Yeah, and I, uh, know, I noticed Ca- that game, they call it the Oyster Bowl. Yes. Why is that? Seven, I believe it's the 73rd rendition of the Oyster Bowl, a great fundraiser for the Shriners Hospitals for children. Oh, and and it, it's always a good time. And you, you want to talk about a party on Kauffman Mall and beyond uh, for that game. It's going to be rolling. Absolutely. Now, I think that's October 21st. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but... Yep, October 21st. Yeah. And then November uh, 4th, we, right? We've got Coastal, Coastal Carolina and Coastal the Chanticleers. They've got a new coach. Their quarterback, Grayson McCall, is the preseason offensive player of the year. Very talented. Uh, they're going to have a burr in their saddle because they were unbeaten in the league when the Monarchs rolled into Conway and waxed them uh, with the running game last year. So they're going to be a, a bit salty on the 4th of November. And then a couple of road trips and then. Back home for the season finale against Georgia State, and the Panthers got the Monarchs number outside of Atlanta a year ago. So yeah. a little revenge on the mind. And this, you have to keep this in mind, Rod, when you're thinking about ODU football this year. You're 3-9 and nine last year. You lose some players. And when you're 3-9, and nine, the losing of players is like, okay, do what's best for you. 
50-plus new guys on the roster, and the question going into the season is, can they play? Can they play together? Are they coachable, et cetera? And that's the answer that we'll start seeing uh, answered on the second at Virginia Tech. But it'll take a couple of weeks to get these guys to mesh, and and I'm pretty excited about it because they're going to be hungry. I trust Ricky Ronnie and the coaching staff. You've got an offensive coordinator, Kevin Decker, who lit it up at, at Fordham a year ago. And it should be it should be fascinating to see what happens. Now, for those who don't know how to get tickets, how would you suggest they do that? ODUsports.com slash tickets. Simple as that, whether it be single games or mini plans or season tickets. You, know, you look at it when you have a 21,000-seat stadium like the story is for Old Dominion at Cornblow Field at SB Ballard Stadium. There isn't a bad seat in the house. And when you get those season tickets for those six Saturdays, You've got your, your your party plans for the fall taken care of, especially in the month of September. And if you want, don't want to make that commitment to the single games, it's, it's just a fun thing to do. If you've ever been to a college football game anywhere else, and you probably have, you might have to park three and a half miles away and then you know get a bunch of Sherpas to carry your stuff to the <laughs> ballpark. Uh, but that's not the case at Old Dominion where you're just a stone's throw away. You have your tailgate. If you don't have a tailgate, you come to Kauffman Mall and you can buy your beers there or whatever. And then now don't forget there's a, there's a beer being sold in the stadium. So you don't have to either smuggle in or, or – do shotgun city before you get into the ballpark and uh it's it's a fun day now it's more fun when the monarchs are winning but i guarantee you their offense is going to be percolating a little bit more this year than a year ago and that should be exciting ted thank you so much i really appreciate it and go monarchs thanks ron